0: Welcome movie lovers to another anatomy of a movie on the popcorn talk network where today well there are there are puppets a Muppets, and we get to talk happy time murders are we happy tune in and find out welcome to popcorn talk featuring movie discussion news and interviews popcorn talk we talk movie and now here's popcorn talks anatomy of a movie that 70s vibe. Well, it must be another Anatomy of a Movie on the Popcorn Talk. Now, we're time Dimitri Panos, your host for today's Anatomy of a Movie, and alongside me, my awesomest, greatest co-host. Uh, who usually hosts, but she passed it off to me today, the <laughs> wonderful, listening. lovely Marissa Serafini. Hello, Dimitri. How are you? I'm good, how are you? Ah, oh, not too shabby. Welcome not back. Not too shabby. We're Welcome didn't have back. You last week. I know. Last week was was a was a very busy week. Uh, sure you know, unfortunately too, I still haven't seen that movie. Um, Oh, you need to go see Crazy I know, I know, I know, I know. Well, it's a long weekend, so I have an (laughs) extra day to get out to the movies. Uh, We did see, I did see a movie this week, the movie of which we're going to talk about, The Happy Time Murders, uh, Mm -hmm. uh, starring uh, Melissa McCarthy and a lot of puppets. So, uh, well, as we always start off, a couple of things you should note. We are very spoiler-rich. We talk about the movie after it has opened, and uh, we talk about plot points, um, the genre. We talk about the casting, the writing. So if you haven't seen the movie, we may give details away that you may not want to be given away. Not may. We will. Yeah. So (laughs) we're just. Giving you that heads up, uh, it has been said a couple of times that people actually do like to watch our show before seeing the movie. We welcome anyone and everyone who wants to watch Anatomy of a Movie, but we just want to put put it out there that uh, we are very spoiler-rich. So, on with the show. We always open the show with our thoughts and opinions on this movie. Marissa, you don't have strong thoughts or opinions <laughs> on any movie, including this one. <laughs> well, on any movie, I, okay. I, I was on kid. that. I kid because um, I love, but right, what did you think about that? I had very time? strong thoughts about this film. <laughs>
1: Admittedly, I'm going to just be straight and honest and straightforward. I did not enjoy this film. It. I went into it thinking, well, it's definitely comedy. It's definitely raunchy. And I, had, and I went in knowing that I was like, okay, just... It's it's a world full of puppets. It's going to be ridiculous. I went in thinking that maybe at some moments it would be funny. And I was hoping to laugh like maybe twice that I did not do. Um, just the storyline didn't feel uh, original. The, the jokes didn't seem original. They're just raunchy. We've seen it in other raunchy films. None of this this whole movie felt original by any means. And I think Melissa McCarthy, she's great. I've praised her acting her abilities in all, all the movies that we've covered for her. A
0: fine comedian, she's and a amazing. Fine I love her. Actress.
1: And she's a fellow Illinois native like me. Um, but also, the, it's not out of her wheelhouse. I was expecting a lot from her. Um, this movie just did not hit any. Good things for me so, I really didn't enjoy it So
0: you weren't happy with the happy <laughs> I was so. not This you movie not was happy. more
1: murderous for me than happy
0: Would you, <laughs> would you say Uh Uh to 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 use my own phrase, it made you angry.
1: <laughs> yeah, to, to it, it really did. I, I will be the the. No, I don't want to say angry, but like I, I will be the opposing. View <laughs> it's okay.
0: Yeah. Hey, <laughs> It made me angry. Um, you know, you're really not too. When you say opposing view, you're not necessarily an opposing view. Uh, I had some high expectations on this movie. The, the trailer to me looked funny, and it looked as if uh, it was going to deliver something clever. Mm-hmm. Um, Unfortunately, uh, Happy Time murders for me it never rose above the novelty, and 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 like an overused party doll, it wore thin fast, like very fast, and it was a shame. That's where I was angry. Mm-hmm. It's not that I didn't like hate the movie; I hated the decisions that they made creatively because, you know, I think if they were bold, it's not even bold. I don't think they had the courage enough to make this a noir detective kind of a movie. They
1: tried. They tried. You can tell they tried.
0: They almost, but they decided to go another route. Like, had this been more of a period piece, had there been a style, like they completely abandoned style in this movie. Um, where there was really nothing more about it. And there were themes there, themes of racism, themes of things that they could have gone on. I don't mind Raunch, but this movie, it seemed a conscious decision to go for the Raunch for being Raunch. Other than, let's have it in this world. And they set it up actually quite, I thought they set it up quite... Uh, hysterically at the beginning this is our world but then they just they never went a, they never rose above and it definitely a, a movie that i thought of a lot was was who framed roger rabbit because when you think about that that's another novelty movie where you're combining live action with 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 animation right and mm-hmm. it's a noir mystery story that movie was done with so much panache and it had so much style and the writing was so smart. You actually cared about these characters where this movie could have been this generation's Roger Rabbit, but I'll tell you, it was no Roger Rabbit and and it for sure was no Great Muppet Caper. For sure. So, you know, in in, in modern day, and uh, again, I just felt... Make this a norm movie, and, and I really blame, I think this is at the fault of the filmmakers on this one, I really do Um, There was no palette, like, everything looked the same, to me, you know what, I'll even go this far, Marissa Even though I liked it maybe a smidge more than you did, this could have been a prime STX Netflix deal Like
1: yeah, I would have been fine if it was released on Netflix. Therefore, I had the option to skip it.
0: Well, <laughs> oh, gee. Well, I'm just saying from the point of you, you had this budgeted movie, like, STX could have made some money off of this, and they could have done one of those STX or Netflix deals. It didn't look like a movie to me. It looked cheap. Mm-hmm. It, it really looked cheap, and... You know, I I don't want to discredit the creative work of the puppeteers. Look, I've watched puppeting types of things in Sesame Street. Big fan of the Muppets. I'm sure you were as well. I'm sure you were as well. This movie was supposed to elevate this genre, show us something different. And boy, howdy, did it do that? But. Would you believe, Marissa, that this has been gestating? <laughs> and this is the other thing too. Since For fifteen two- years. Yeah, like two thousand and one.
1: It, it baffles me how people tried so hard to make this film, and like, and, and I get that the Muppets have been around since before I was born. Um, you grew up with them. I grew up with them. So, like, the whole puppet world is not. You know, new. So and it's it's fun for the adults now to think like, let's take what we know and make it raunchy, make it satirical. Yeah, that's fine. But if it, well, my issue was that that like they tried so hard and the original script started really raunchy. They had to cut back to try to get a PG thirteen. They're like, no, you take away from the film, right? Um. For and like, let's make it just a rated R. And this movie only had a red band trailer, I haven't seen a no. normal trailer, so you knew that this movie was going to be straight up R, all yep. cursing everything that, that, that makes it rated R. Um, and that's that's fine, but none of the content was original,
0: yeah. It wasn't, it, it was there, it was definitely missed opportunity, um, yes. I would say, because again, you know it, it 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 fringes on say the porn industry a bit you know, and look and, and again, I think back of movies like The Big Sleep, which didn't necessarily hinge on the porn business, but there were salacious pictures, like this was what prompted this mystery and and the extortion going on here, so had they just taken the time, and I don't even mean that they had to make this movie black and white. Right. But make it a period make this make the mystery like real story. Take it for take it seriously Mm -hmm. and move that. And that's why movies like Who Framed Roger Rabbit are taken seriously. Even the Great Muppet Caper, like you care for these characters. I, I get it. It's kids. It's rated G. But still, they take their story seriously. And had you done that here, and maybe focus less on throwing in some extra raunch, then then you have a story that, even though the raunch it becomes more accepted. Because I don't mind the puppets swear, and I've watched puppets in Sesame Street since the Muppets Mystery Science Theater three thousand, where again we have puppets that are sarcastic yet funny. You care. This movie, I didn't really care.
1: Yeah, and that, that was also <clears> my <throat> thing. Like the, the main character, which we had, uh, Bill Burrata, the, the puppeteer, but Phil, yeah. Phil Phillips. Phil Phillips. Original name. Um, uh, like I didn't like him. I didn't like his personality. He was obviously a, a has-been who's bitter with the world and bitter with the characters and bitter with everyone that he interacts with. And There was really not one quality about... This character, granted, he's a Muppet, whatever, or like he's a puppet, you can say. A puppet. But if you're going to have him as a character to follow, the protagonist to follow, make him likable. And not once did I actually like him.
0: See, I actually liked the character. And we had to follow
1: him this entire film.
0: See, I actually liked him because he was acerbic. And again, I, I liked his acerbicness. I liked that he had this backstory... Of being ousted on the force, and again, he was a character that, even as the puppet—well, they refer to themselves as puppets—so even as even as the puppet, the main puppet character of our story, he too was like going, "What am I? What am I seeing here? Could you, could you shut the drapes, please?" Is like, "What the fuck?" You know, and and I like that sort of thing. There was a lot of you know, he was always talking underneath his breath. Which was sort of funny. I, the fact that they were smoking. Look, from a technological side, in these puppets, I thought they did, they did a fun job. Um, yeah, I, I like that character a little bit more than you did. But here's the thing that got me: screenwriter Todd Berger. Uh, they conceived the story with D. Austin Robinson in two thousand and one. Two thousand and one. I don't 17 know. Years ago now. Seventeen years ago they came up with this story, right? And you want to know where they took their cues from? <laughs> LA Confidential, Training Day, and they were big fans of seven. None of that was in this movie. <laughs> I mean, none of that was in this movie. And they would have they would have made a better movie had they stuck to their They stuck to this because those are serious movies. And I don't mind making a satire, as you called, of the world. The movie Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid does a great job, pays great homage to the detective genre. This movie could have been that, too. Like, I was thinking to myself going, wouldn't it be funny if all the puppets were like black and white? Like a Norm movie? Like, do something clever. Mm. And when you fall back on Raunch for Raunch's sake, and I think this is to your point, it's not clever. You know? It's well, for shock.
1: I, I think they were really banking <clears throat> on the Raunch to save them.
0: Yes. And, and, yeah.
1: I, and then I think the, the problem with the jokes is that the the Raunchiness got old Within the first five minutes, it did. And then, when a storyline what didn't seem like it was going anywhere, they would throw in a raunchy or over the top type of situation Right. to be like, "All right, let's break up the storyline with a ridiculous moment to get people laughing, right. and then get back to the storyline." So even the formula didn't work.
0: And, and I, if, but again, there there were aspects of the movie like when puppets got shot instead of like a head splat, like it was just like the. The, the, the stuffing. The fluff. The, the, the fluff, the right? Fluff. So I thought that was sort of funny. I also thought the scenes, there was a scene with the puppets and the dogs were barking at them. So it I, have a, I, have a, I have a dog. I've stopped buying my dog. Stuffed animal dog toys Because he, he now can tear them apart Under 24 hours It's a waste of money So, so when the puppets are t- telling the dog going, I don't have that squeaky thing I don't have that squeaky thing I was laughing I thought that was clever There wasn't enough of that to carry through the movie And, and to your point I think they were scared And they said These things aren't clever enough We're not clever to be clever So let's shock and it's, and it's too bad because, again, I think with more TLC in this movie, you, that's where I'm most angry. The potential was there to really make a movie for... Like, again, you want to keep it R, I'm all for it, I don't care. Right. But, you know, it's just, it's just funny that as an audience today... Well, it didn't seem that audience is back, what, what did you say, 18 years ago? 17, yeah. Like, they had like a very,
1: years
0: ago now. they had a very, very hard time selling this project from, like, just from the story concept, uh, from, you know, they thought, like, you know, cursing puppets. And, again, the Muppets, Muppets have really never gone out of style. Let's be, let's be real.
1: Yeah, Sesame so st- Street's still around. Still you know, around. We love the puppets and what they can do.
0: Yes. And... You know, but this was going to take it to another place. Uh Brian Henson, uh, uh, Jim son. Henson's son, who's directed some Muppet movies and some Muppet things. And he does uh, here in Southern California. uh He's produced a Muppet, like a puppet show. He's familiar with puppetry and, and getting mm-hmm. that done. So he was the director here. But, I mean, the writers were like trying to pass it along 18 years ago when people were saying... Wait, you're going to have puppets swear and have sex and cursing? That's insane. And they also said, and you think you can make a puppet movie for under a million dollars? We're going to talk about the budget because it was just a little over a million. I'm being sarcastic. So it took a better part of a decade where people like Uh Berger and director Jim Henson, they got together and they started to mold and fashion this script. I mean, to me, it's amazing that this has gestated for so long, right? I mean, it, it, it yeah. and to come out with what you came out with. I mean, like,
1: it, I I get it if like if you think the the whole storyline of racism slash discrimination that is still relevant no matter what decade we're in. It's definitely relevant now with a lot of things that are happening. There's a lot more acceptance of different communities and people and cultures and behaviors and stuff. So. If you want to take like anything away from this film, they try to at least hit the theme of discrimination, and we all have to like coexist with each other. Yeah, um, I get that. They they definitely got but, that message across. But if if that's like the only running theme of this film,
0: but wouldn't you want bit- that to be even further explored? Like, wouldn't like again, good theme, right? Not a theme that you would necessarily expect out of out of like a a movie with puppets, right? Which makes it even, for me anyways, that's the perfect opportunity because in a sense, you're taking this, you're making a, a, a topic that you can play with and you can do it in such a way that it resonates more. I see what they were going for, but, but it seemed so wafer thin to me. I wanted it more. Like you could have done more. And you could have made a point, almost like science fiction, where you you make society look in a mirror and go, wow, there's themes of racism going on over here. Mm -hmm. Maybe there were racist cops or or whatever. It
1: could have been explored more. It's also like, yes, we have to coexist with each other, but they didn't really, like you said, they they didn't hit it as much as they could because the ending, when we know that Phil Phil, Phillips, they like lifted the ban on... Um, puppet cows, right. you know, because what F- Phil did, but I, that still doesn't say that people aren't accepting of the puppet community. Sure. Like, the, yeah, you can they can have normal jobs like everybody else too, but that doesn't really touch upon like is everyone still okay with this? Zootopia, I'm going to throw out Zootopia. Well, it's, a great, a, great, it's great a great, job.
0: No, that's a great example. Did a example. great job of it's a great explaining
1: example. how different races. Absolutely coexist with each other and even at the end of that movie people were very more accepting and that really hit it and that home. was like G-O-P-G. and you understood yeah, yeah. that was already you understood why it's important to accept everybody else in different races right. this movie i didn't feel like that problem was ever resolved
0: no i didn't know and, and it was only like i said it was only like so threadbare And it could have been something more to approach, especially if you're working on a script for 18 years. So, um, but there is another, you know, there was, there's another movie too that I forgot about that dealt with puppets that was rated R, that was very raunchy, very funny, but still very good. People look at it today and they still laugh, which is Team America, World Police.
1: Uh Now. In a stop motion animation. No, that, that was like
0: marionettes. Thunderbirds. Actually, I haven't seen Team yeah, Man, I mean, so I and there's from the creators of South Park, hmm. and this movie has it all, and it has a funny story. Like they should have paid more attention to things like that because it could have been done well. And you know, I go back to, I feel bad for a lot of the creative folks behind it because we were talking about this. I think puppeteering is an art. I really do. Whether whether it's a ventriloquist act or whether it's it's puppeteering for Yoda, right? Mm-hmm. When you're able to bring life to a felt character, Kermit the Frog. Who doesn't love Kermit the Frog, right? Right.
1: Or even Elma. Be, uh,
0: Elmo. Elmo, you know? right? Like
1: any, like I I do have to applaud all the puppeteers. I mean, it takes a lot of work. It's mechanics, it's strength, it's skill. Um, and it's a lot of dexterity, so like that, I'm not, you know, denying whatsoever. Like it does take a talent, a team of talented people yeah, and you were, to pull off as many puppets absolutely. as they did in this film. And, I'm and not discrediting some, that whatsoever. Yeah, but I don't it's want the, to at least give them good content to do something. To I know absolutely,
0: but, but but I want to like you had some information regarding the puppeteering, and I and I think it's important because people did put their best foot forward. To make this work as puppeteers. And I think that anybody who's grown up, even if you're watching things like Muppet movies and things like it was a marvel to see Kermit the Frog ride a bike and then go, where are the strings? Like, how are they doing this? Right. 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 Yoda obviously is beloved character. So, yeah. But, Elmo so, happening? What- I'm going right. to keep going back to Elmo because Sesame <laughs> so, Street was more. What did you like? What did you learn about the puppeteering regarding this movie?
1: I think it was interesting. I, I learned the the whole snorting cocaine mm-hmm. is an actual mechanic where they put a tubing up Melissa McCarthy's sleeve. <laughs> you yeah. can't see it; it's obviously concealed. Right. But um, they put an actual tube pipe system up her sleeve, and it's like a vacuum that sucks up. The powder, right? Um, simple mechanic. You're like, oh, okay. Now yeah. I know how puppets snort. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, other things like uh, the because they are puppets, right? And people have to. They they said the best performances from the pe- actual puppeteer is when their arms are completely straight and right. locked, which means that the arms have to be raised above the head. So all the sets had to be raised right. a few feet. Um, so even that and We're human size So when you have an actual Tall puppeteer It has to be taller than that Yes. And um, that I actually never really thought of Like that all the sets And especially when the puppets had to move or walk Everything had to be movable Elevated And, elevated.
0: and, and that, like that to their credit I will say that's where the movie magic worked Because It didn't look It didn't look that way at all, you know, um, interesting fact. Uh, so the happy time murders is comprised of catch this more than 125 unique puppets. puppets. 100 unique, 125. Each was custom designed, painstakingly, pain, painstakingly handmade by a team of talented puppet designers. Many of whom have had award winning backgrounds in puppet building, costume design, and sculpture. So uh, all of these puppets in the Happy Time Murders, they were crafted by Jim Henson's Creature Shop. Not a surprise.
1: Yep. Like uh, all the other like and all puppets of them too.
0: Sure. Most of the characters built in the shop's New York location and Phil created in the Los Ange- Angeles location so that Brian Henson could guide the process. So that to me, it's a lot of puppets. I mean, mm-hmm. I know that we talked you brought up Zootopia, right? We, we, in Zootopia, I know one of the things you talked about is how many leaves on a tree, right? Oh, yeah. So, or how
1: many furs on just one creature.
0: Right. So, in here, we're actually creating something physical, tangible. And that's one thing about the puppets that you have to say. I mean, they, they did, there was a physicality, tangibleness to them that they weren't seeing. They do good. look
1: like yeah. different. I mean, yes, they're different puppets, but it it is also realistic that they did have different shapes and sizes and genders because that is what the human race is. We don't look alike. We all do look different. So it makes sense that the puppets would look different.
0: And I'm glad you said that because there another line I felt was clever. Was when Phil's brother, who is one of the cast members of this Happy Time Murder, he goes, "When he goes, when did you get the human nose? Like he switched right. from his puppet nose to a human nose." And I'm he like, bleached. Going, yeah, he, unquote, bleached. he
1: bleached his skin to look a lighter blue. Was,
0: yeah, I thought the, again. Those are the nuggets that I'm like going. These are things he that are do. very <laughs> funny. That, you know, we should go on... Um, just going back to the pre, pre-production and things, do you know that each puppet began with simple line drawings? So, Henson would approve it, and then once approved, the drawing is blown up to actual size of the puppet, and then a 3D foam mock-up is made with attention such as details, color, all of the skin texture. That a lot of work. Yeah. A lot of... And, and again, they're not... It's all creating something new. There were they did make it a point that this was not the street, the street being Sesame Street. So they were creating brand new characters. Um, and, and if it's 125 that you have to create, stitch, mold, sew, put together um, levers and all that, that's a lot of work. That's a yeah. lot of work. So, um, you know, then, then uh, as you were saying, the Creature Shop team also made seven clod hoppers (laughs) they called them clod hoppers so Hmm. they're three and a half to four feet tall full body puppets now see that's the thing too there were times i'm watching like phil phillips like cross the street or something i'm like going that's a guy in a costume that's a human never was it Hmm. was like these these clod hoppers and i was like that's that's crazy to me because you sort of the illusion works
1: yeah (laughs) <laughs> kind of and and also going along the the Phil puppet that they created six different <clears throat> Phil puppets um, right. to, to get that had different functionalities um, that like there was some for an underwater scene right. for, for Phil and um, another one where he gets wet because some puppets soak up with water right. so they, they actually built a lot of different types for Phil so he can do a lot of different situations
0: yeah and and apparently a puppeteer credo is if you're comfortable when you're puppeteering then you're doing something wrong (laughs) so um meaning they must contort stretch manipulate their bodies into multiple positions to get the right angles allowing the camera to get the shot and they must do it without forgetting a line of dialogue or missing a beat of their performance now you said you mentioned this scene. uh, You mentioned water, and that's the scene that the the hot tub, mm-hmm. and that's crazy because that scene was actually one of the hardest to film, because as you as you as you explained, so you have this hot tub, and that's raised, and you have a puppeteer underneath who really can't see, and he's got a rubber glove who's <laughs> manipulating a puppet and trying to get. The line of dialogue as he's underneath a hot tub.
1: In water. In
0: water. So that to me I find, again I I just, I wish the movie were better because the art of puppeteering shouldn't be lost. You know, like look if if this movie guess what I'm getting at too, like if the movie were far better received, if it was a far better movie, right everybody would be talking about how would be talking about the the artistry of puppetry. Everybody would be. Because you'd go, wow, what a great movie. And it didn't turn out to be such a great movie. And nobody's talking about the artistry of puppetry. So I want to do that on this show. Because I grew up watching puppets. And those those puppeteers should be given credit for the hard work they did.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it wasn't just one person. A lot of times. Oh, my God. And the majority of times it was like two or three people just... Um, using the mechanics for one. Absolutely. so So you have to imagine with all the puppets that they had, yeah. there were a lot of people on set actually doing the movements of an arm. Like one person would be like directing the left arm, then another person's directing the right arm to, yeah. to, to do a lot of different things. So you and have to applaud all of them because they were all clad in green, yeah. so They can obviously be keyed out. But you don't realize how many, literally how many hands it takes just to puppeteer one. No.
0: No. Um, so let's talk a little bit about well, let's talk Melissa McCarthy. We'll talk a little bit about the cast that was in this, the human cast. Um the last I can recall seeing Melissa McCarthy was in a movie that we reviewed here and talked about and dissected here in Anatomy of a movie, Life of the Party, Life I believe the, the movie, right? Yes. That was the movie that she um she and her husband Ben Falcone co-wrote, he directed. You know, I didn't. I remember not really loving that movie, but I like that movie more than this one. You took the words right out of my mouth, and my tongue (laughs) didn't feel a thing. I I felt the same way, and it's like we said at the top of the show: she's such a gifted, talented comedian. And when she's worked movies like Heat, Spy, Bridesmaids, she's funny. Gilmore Girls, yeah, Gilmore Girls. Like she is funny, right? Mm -hmm. And apparently her and her husband took an active role in accepting. Like, she had gotten the script.
1: Loved it within two pages of reading
0: it. Went to her husband, said, I think I'm going to do this movie. He goes, read it some more. Four or five pages later, I'm going to do this movie. And, um, yeah, and I believe he has a cameo, if I'm correct.
1: He does. Right? When (laughs) when, (laughs) when, uh, her character walks out. And did. when Connie walks out, and she's like, "You're the guy I should have effed." Yeah. <laughs> um, instead, it was actually Ben Falcone, yeah. her well, husband, I, you her real can. husband. <laughs> he still can. Don't um, I like sort of that. It, it, but as funny as that line was, it took me out of the film because I know who <laughs> Ben Falcone is. So it was kind of just for the people who do know the inside joke. Is funny.
0: So. Sure. Now, the audience that I saw that with, I'm not entirely sure that they saw the inside joke because he was like, he had, he looked, di- he looked different. He yeah, put a mustache on him. I don't know if him. it was a real mustache the, or not. The audience I saw it with, they genuinely laughed at that scene. Like, genuinely laughed at that scene. I thought it was a funny scene, especially because you still can. <laughs> so it was probably one of the more better directed comedic beats. I think of that film. <laughs>
1: and I feel like so. that line was actually an improvised line from Melissa McCarthy. Yeah. That stayed in the film.
0: I, I don't disagree with you. Uh, rumor has it that uh, Melissa and Ben also took passes at the script as well. Yeah, Melissa so, took a pass yeah. for
1: the character because her character, Connie, was actually originally a man. Yeah. And... Uh, But when Melissa went through the script, it's not like they they changed the behavior, so to speak, of the character. She just kind of made it her own. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the lines were also raunchy, um, ridiculous, that I think any gender could say, and it would, quote-unquote, be funny. Um, But when they were writing out the story and the script, and Melissa got involved, it kind of just changed into, yeah, it makes more sense if she was also... If she was an alpha female, right, paired with an alpha male yeah. cop instead of two alpha males, yeah, because we've seen that formula so many times—sure, the weapon and Die Hard and name whatever buddy buddy cop film. So that again, that's not an old. No, like, it's, that's it's, not it's, a new it's, thing. It's, that's
0: old. It, yeah, um, it's it's a it's a it's a buddy cop movie trope, um, and and if anyone's going to carry it off. Again, Melissa McCarthy with her acerbicness, um, you know, she can. And I'm not saying she didn't have some funny lines. Uh, again, I, I think I may have laughed at the movie a little bit more than you did. Um, she, I, she she was funny, but it was, I'd have rather seen her in a sequel to Heat if you're going to play a cop. Like, because she, or the Heat. She was so good in that movie, paired with Sandra Bullock, but she was great. And I believed her. She was hundred times funnier in that movie than she was utilized in this movie.
1: And the good thing about Heat was there's a lot of slapstick comedy in that film. They didn't rely so much on the ranch. They relied on situational comedy, the sitcom part of it. And that's why... And I'm like you have heard me on Past enemies, I'm a sucker for a slapstick. There really wasn't a lot of slapstick in this movie other than blowing up puppets via a shotgun and fluff flying everywhere.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, and, and and a lot of a lot of uh, uh, squirting for lack of better Retreatous words. Sex. So but again, just going back to heat, had you even made it similar to that. Add in some more situations like you could have had there are so many templates to have used, and I again I just I, I think they were afraid to make this nor because another thing about nor is color color palette of of your location right because right lighting nor should have an undercurrent of darkness, whatever yeah everything in this movie looked the same, and this I noticed from beginning to end. Everything looked the same. There was no threat. There was no—I mean, no. We we had the rain, but maybe the didn't...
1: shootout in the alley was like the closest thing they tried to get to noir.
0: Yeah, but I'll, I'll I agree agreed that.
1: that because this is rated as or like it, it's categorized as a comedy. There's a lot of light, heavy lighting to to light it up to make it lighter. I guess, funny.
0: but I laughed a lot at Who Framed Roger Rabbit. But Rods, Roberts, or Mackins is a very talented director. Okay, I'm not making a comparison from him to 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 Henson here. I'm just saying they took the time to set up the world, the noir world of the 40s. I forget right now what year Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Um, what, what, what year it took place? But that's the thing. If you create a world, and it's essentially a period piece. If your story is good, you don't care what period the movie's in. So they could have done it modern day had they wanted. But why? Since it's Phil Phillips, as opposed to Philip Marlowe, and since it is his over voice, which is a common trope in these kind of noir detective movies, make it more of that. Play off of the that world, and in the puppet world, I would just figure you can do so much more. Almost like in animation but they seem to be restricted by their own i don't know they just seem to be afraid to take a risk to do that maybe they thought they would lose audience so let's go for shock value that'll bring them in i don't know
1: yeah i don't know and and to to not to keep <clears throat> hitting you know beating a dead horse but it it seems like they they tried to go nor mm-hmm. and and like they, they pulled some themes some elements from nor but not fully went there because it if you go too serious, then then it's fully noir. It's dramatic. And then that plays with the, the different genres of this film because it's supposed to be funny. We don't laugh at noirs.
0: But there Generally. have been noirs that have paid homage to noirs. Like I said, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Dead Men Don't Wear Plaid. You can make that kind of a movie and, and, and just turn it on its heels. Just just be a little more creative. Um, I did, I will say, Meyer Rudolph... You know, she's always a pleasure. She works bubbles. I mean, and we know Melissa McCarthy and
1: Maya Rudolph are like best friends in in real life. So if you see one, the other one's not too far behind. Um, I liked her. She was funny. She she didn't have like any character flaws. I didn't like she she coexisted with all the puppets and she was very accepting. Um, also a good backup to Phil. Yeah. And a great backup but, to Connie, especially when they were doing their recon. Sure. Um and she added some comedy of her own.
0: Of her own. And 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 here's the thing again too when you watch a detective movie like The Big Sleep, right? Or you know, a good detective has a good receptionist. Uh, and 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 there's something there. There's a chemistry there, right? And, and if you're not going to go that period piece, then why are you having her dresses if she walked out of a 40s movie? Like, I mean, that's what she was playing. So just go full period and just do it because she fit in. She looked great in the role. She was fun to look at. And I found that of all the characters, she was the one that I was like, when she came on screen, I zeroed in on her because she just looked She looked vivacious, she looked vibrant, and she had this innocence about her. Mm. I liked her. I liked Maya Rudolph. You're going to switch a little bit. Elizabeth Banks was in this movie, who I didn't know was in this movie. Yeah,
1: I didn't realize she was going to be in this film.
0: I like Elizabeth Banks. She's a very funny comedian. I didn't like her
1: character, Um, especially how they, they built her up to be somewhat of a good person the the former ex-lover of, of, of Phil, Philip. Philip. so so yep. like you're rooting for her and then obviously there's the twist with her character she's actually in on it um, and then but when she had an explosion in the car i didn't feel for her i was like oh goodbye elizabeth thanks i just Sorry. knew she was
0: i knew i just
1: i thought that was also too simple yeah um so when there was the twist with her character that she was in on the whole, the whole ruse i was like yeah okay but i still don't care about you either anyways but, like, my opinion of her never changed.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on it's that. Very and, and again, I think it's a waste. It's wasted talent. That's just,
1: that was you know? poor character development. Yeah. And just, that's not a knack on Elizabeth Banks. Whatsoever. No, However, no, great. I think it's
0: wasted talent. I mean, you yeah. could have almost gotten anybody in there. And in this kind of a movie, too. So the car blows up. And then she comes back at the end. There's usually She's some explanation. Dead. She's not dead. She comes back. There's usually some explanation. Like, how did our detective miss that? What was the sleight of hand that she got out of the card? Never explained. She's just, oh, okay, whatever. At that point, you just, you don't care anyways. But I'm bringing it up because it's something that usually is somewhat explained. Like, how did they pull one over on our hero detective. We never got that. And then we had Joel McHale. Again. We never actually
1: saw her, um, well, saw her get carted off.
0: We, no, like, no. She got knocked
1: didn't. out and that was but, it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that was it. But, uh, yeah, that's true.
1: Like, um, I'd hope they catch her. You know,
0: and Joel McHale was in this movie.
1: He's and- great at playing a dick. Yeah. This isn't the first role that he's played in nope. A-hole. Um, I didn't like him either and And of course, they only had him to play opposite against Phil, right to make Phil look like the better cop or the, right. or the better you know law enforcer. and, and he, Joel was just the the common a-hole, who's like, "Oh great, now I have to deal with you."
0: Yeah, and I just felt I, I couldn't say whether or not he added anything to the like it, and again, it wasn't his fault. You know, he, too, can deliver a line. He is able to be a good comedic actor. We know this. I, again, I, it's almost like they could have pulled anybody to play this role and be the dick character. Yeah. So, which I felt bad for. Now, I know that you didn't like Bill Beretta uh, uh, as as the character of Phil Phillips, who happens to also be a puppeteer. Be I puppeteer.
1: mean, Bill's fine. I have no problem yeah, against Bill. But, but, but just the um, go the, ahead. The, <laughs> the character of Phil, so he he's angry. He's bitter. We know he eventually they're going to show a soft side. He's eventually going to like let down his guard and finally partner up with Connie, right. you know, most of my character, McCarthy's character. But we we just from other movies and television stuff, we know that there was hopefully a character. Arc, right? But not once did I ever really like him. His personality, and I didn't want to follow him as the main protagonist. Yeah,
0: see, where I I did like him as a character. I liked the way he was performed, particularly the way he was voiced. The Bill's voice had that that gruff, and I love the the the, the inner voice that like oh god, so like. Just shut up. And and the could could, could just shut the curtains, please, please. I don't need to see that. You know, he's even in this world that he doesn't even want to see. <laughs> What's going on around him too. So I don't know. I, I, I did enjoy his performance. Uh I, I like the character uh, a little bit more than you did. Um but you know, Marissa. But like I don't need to
1: see Phil having gratuitous sex with Sandra, that puppet. That was too much. That was way, way too
0: much. Again, it just—I don't mind, but it was so obviously it—it came at a point in the movie that it was just there to be there. Yeah, it was was so unnecessary to be there. That's what bothered me. Like, see what I, I found the opening, like one of the opening scenes when Phil. Phillips walked into the pornography place and and there was the cow and the octopus. I'm like going, okay, that's very clever. And his lines were very funny. And then he's like, could you shut that please? It's very distracting. I need to talk to you. I was like, okay, somebody did something really like to me, that was clever. raunch." the scene we were talking about in the office, like it just, it was just there. it was, I don't know. It was shock to shock. And, with everything else in that movie, it, it and again be more clever. So, you know, the the thing of it is too is that this movie came in at a budget of 40 million dollars. That's 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 high. that's high, that's
1: a very high film for, for this movie. What we only saw in this movie, there wasn't a lot of vi- visual effects because it was all practical. A lot of so, it. I'm just wondering. How the hell did they spend all the $40 million?
0: I know it's puppets. And then I, I go back to. A good friend's Blumhouse because they can make a movie for $3 million. Yeah. Not always using some practical effects
1: and, with and make
0: story. it and make it look really good. And I looked, and I said, $40 million. I go, if you're $40 million in your production budget, that means you're at the very least 80 million all in hard drives advertising whatever promotion you put into this you are correct they only came out with like that red band trailer so they didn't make multiple versions not a of lot that. of promotion so you had that and I'm telling you it just I was a little bit shocked now the other thing is when we talk about 40 million dollars well box office wise box it's office wise, that. yeah but well it's and it's you know it, it opened up last week it opened up on about um three thousand just a little over three thousand locations so it's like thirty two hundred
1: that's a wide release really. that that's it's a, a high wide release, release.
0: it's a, it's a wide that's release a lot of from theaters. a studio stX now it's a lot of locations yeah. throughout the country didn't have a a a, a, a foreign release as of yet. And it came in at number three, and it only did. It didn't even crack ten million. It did nine and a half. Yeah. And it came in number three behind holdover movies, Crazy Rich Asians. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and with with the this
1: particular opening, it's actually not to sound terrible. It's it's the lowest per average per screen average opening Melissa McCarthy has had in her career. It's the
0: lowest that she's had. That was a wide career. release, yeah that's, yeah
1: that's awful yeah.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. not good no. because
1: she's a great actress, and like I hate to compare box office numbers to her past projects, but that's not promising either
0: no it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't bode well well it does well it it dings her career a little bit, I mean, I still think that people. We'll gravitate towards Melissa McCarthy, especially if there's a movie and a project where the trailer showcases this is the movie that we want to see her in. So um, we want to see her in a sequel to Spy. Oh, that yeah, would be great, right? right? I mean, that would be, yeah, I'd totally be down for that. But the other thing, Marissa, is we are not alone. You're not alone. We're not alone as far as, well, for Rotten Tomatoes, it was a 22%. When I yeah, last checked. Fair though. That's pretty low. The only other movie that it was at 22% was uh, Mile 22. Mile 22. Right? So, but here's the thing that really surprised me. I'm going to tell you why it surprised me. Did you see it in a crowded theater? Not really, chance? no. I did. I, I saw it at a crowded theater Wednesday evening. And by crowded, I'm going to say it was about 80% full.
1: I'd say mine was <clears> maybe <throat> like 10 people.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: this is pretty low.
0: The audience I saw with... Laughed more than I did. Um, and they laughed from beginning they laughed throughout the throughout the entire movie. I think there might have been some people who didn't quite realize what they were walking into. I think I saw a walkout. But other than that, everybody stayed in. So I was thinking, okay, audiences are sort of like in the movie. And then I looked on cinema and I saw C minus. That's, that's is, not good. <laughs> no, no. I mean that's that's like a grade up above a D. <laughs> it is. You're right. right. And audiences, according to Cinema Score, really didn't didn't like this movie as much as the audience that I saw it with. Um, I guess I'm not surprised. I I, I don't think people. I don't know. Maybe people didn't know what they were walking into. I, I've read C-.
1: stories where parents have actually brought their children into the theater to see this movie, thinking that they were going to get a Sesame Street.
0: Yeah, well, type that's
1: of film. <laughs> like, oh boy, you're bad. You're a bad parents, Sorry.
0: You, yeah, you really like,
1: do a little bit yeah. more research before knowing what kind of film yeah. you bring your children to. Yeah, just a and, little. I mean, that's just called common sense. Uh, and I'm not yeah. a parent.
0: I mean, so. it's rated R, just because it has puppets. You know, it's right. You know, and it, literally it, the tag <clears> title <throat>
1: says "No Sesame All Street." Yeah, which they actually got a lot of controversy. Yeah. and S um were they they got sued. Um, STX got sued yeah. by, um, by Sesame Street yep. saying it was derogatory <clears throat> to their, um, to like their brand and their content, and they actually Sesame Street lost and yeah, STX no. won, yep. which is very surprising.
0: Yeah, you know, and the thing you know the other thing that really sucks about this too is, imagine had had they made a good movie, right? Because again, to me, this brings something different to. To the moviegoers' world, right? Something different could have been something fun. We could maybe see more movies. Like, had it been done well, and I'm all for it because you are seeing something that we're not akin to seeing. And again, I don't mind the puppet world at all. Uh, I don't mind that you're going rated R. Like, why not? It's clever. Do it. Do it right. But I think this movie, unfortunately is going to kill that notion. You know, I really yeah. do. And I hope, I don't think it will. I don't think it hurts the Sesame Street brand. I don't think it hurts the Muppet brand at all. Because people no. aren't going to, they're going to discard this so easily that now is the time to make a good Muppet movie. To have another Muppet movie. Yeah, because
1: like the, the, our generation now kind of needs it. Because, I mean, we, we have a lot, or like the younger generation also need it slash want it because we covered the Muppet movie that came out a few years ago, Tina Fey and all that. Yeah. Um, we know that they can make good films with better well, content with, with a Jason better
0: story. We and uh, Emily Amy Blonde. Adams. Yeah. And it was just so was great. fun. And again, it can be done. And I'm going to exactly. go as far back. I brought up the great Muppet caper because that, in essence, is a detective. I know it's a little more Sherlock Holmes ish. what I, but, but it was a. Fun it's, a movie. it's a good story.
1: It's a good story. It's a good story. Like, the, the concepts there, it's just about the execution. Absolutely. This and, movie did not execute. No, and I mean they executed. They murdered it. They killed their own
0: film. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm still laughing because I, I. See, I'm already. I'm in more funny all, than this film is. In all the years. That I've been doing, that we've been doing this together. Yes, I can okay. count on one hand and probably just use one of my digits to say how much Marissa has hated a movie. And this one, of all our years together, mm-hmm. this movie, I, I, I'm i going to say it is your most hated right. movie in our entire Existence as anatomy of a movie. It I can't
1: think of another time. It definitely moved way up there. Not that I'm proud of it whatsoever, but it's more so. I wanted to go in with a good laugh. I mm-hmm. knew it was going to be raunchy. I knew the concept was going to be ridiculous, but at least make me laugh. At least make me enjoy it. That's
0: the that a, I did not a enjoy. bad comedy.
1: Like I, I that. actually had kind of low expectations for this film, but it didn't even hit that.
0: Okay, on the so. spot, Happy Time Murders, A Mother. Which one did you hate more?
1: Oh goodness. Don't, Happy, make, don't compare those two.
0: <laughs> Happy oh, yeah. Time Murders or Mother? Which one? <laughs> Which one? Because right now, after hearing you talk, I'm going, Happy Time Murders edges it out just by a smidge. I
1: don't know. I think they're kind of <laughs> on par. <laughs>
0: they could be. Good lord. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that out there because uh, well we have you can watch our our, our dissection of, of mother,
1: mother. <laughs> See, I I probably have to put mother over this movie oh you do only for the the post fact of knowing the Allegory of the Correct. story, okay. Like, there was more thought into the, sure. the concept of mother than this movie had.
0: Yeah, I'll give there so was a like, little more creative. I'll,
1: I'll give Aronofsky, okay,
0: that. mother. There I you go, you're 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 a little but, less hated than happy. thought of these movies are low, on my <laughs> yeah, they, they're not good movies. Look, no. this is not a good movie, I'm not defending it. I, I was just more. I was more. It didn't like, like I said. It didn't make me angry. I was more angry at the choices that they made. There was potential here, and sometimes that's tragic when yeah, there's I think potential. Just,
1: the execution fell flat. It
0: was bad. It was bad. So, Moving well, on. I think we should just right. wrap up. I think we've we've solved the mystery of Happy Time Murders here.
1: I think so, we're done. Too.
0: Right? It's a wrap. Yeah. So we're we're uh, we're we're good to go. Uh, Marissa. Where can yes. people support you on social media? Where can they find you?
1: Everyone can follow me over at <clears throat> Serafini TV, Twitter, all that fun stuff. At SerafiniTV. TV. You can nice. follow all of us here at the Popcorn Talk, our particular show at Movie Anatomy and all those fun social media platforms.
0: Great. And me, you can... uh, can Please support me on Twitter, at DMovies1701. You can find me here on Popcorn Talks, Anatomy of a Movie. Also, uh, I'm on uh, Popcorn Talks, Meet the Movie Press, where we just talk about the biz and what's going on. So tune in. uh, Tune in often. We still have... Well, we're going into fall. Summer's almost over here, right? Um, We got fall. We have movies like Searching. Uh, We'll have movies like... The Predator. Uh, we will have. Um, and we even of, have
1: movies in our past like The Muppets. Yes, Lights we have of, The Muppets. Like Zootopia. Absolutely. Even They're Mother. all.
0: Yeah, even Mother. We have a lineup. You, you know what, Phil? Speaking of our catalog, the movie Annihilation, I know. 7,000 views on Annihilation. Can yeah. you believe it? So we are. 7,000! We, we go all over On a movie the place? that really wasn't that good either, 7,000 views. We're, we're big folks. We're big, you just don't know it yet. In any case, please tune in to us next week, where we will be searching for searching. There you go. Alright, thank you very much for joining us today. Uh, have a great day, weekend. Uh, just Never enjoy yourselves, this. and keep on going to the movies. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit PopcornTalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.